0: Regan Sammy Ball, both 36 years old and with 16 year of
1: support competition behind him, gives no signs of tearing the end of his amazing career. Art Monk is now number one, the most prolific pass receiver in the National Football League's history. Touchdown, Washington Redskins! This is Heavy Hall Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the St. Louis Rams, and how the refs lost control of this one from the onset, a fatal mistake at the end, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up?
0: Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? what's, yo, that, yo, 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 what's up?
1: Welcome to Harry Hog Football Podcast episode number 301. 301? 301. That's 300 and... Son! Some 301. kicker. 301. 300 and some kicker.
2: 301. 300 and Zendias. Was he number one? <laughs> Reggie a, Roby. It's
1: Reggie Roby episode. The Reggie Roby memorial episode with his big old Casio watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that's right uh that was not good for the look of punters uh son
1: i bet you nowhere else in the redskins uh megasphere this week did you hear the name reggie roby
2: and if it was mentioned well if anyone mentioned it i hope they wouldn't mention that big old casio
1: <laughs> anyway welcome to the podcast tonight we get to talk about this um debacle. Our California Penal League football game we saw. What and
0: kind of a league?
1: California oh Penal League. Oh my <laughs> dude. Speaking of penal,
2: speaking of the penal system, um, I think uh, we should thank David Lee of David Lee Legal Services, <laughs> our
0: benevolent sponsor. Dude, that's the best segue into that, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's awesome. Speaking of the <laughs> penal system. <laughs>
0: Speaking of the penal system, uh, we we could talk about the the, the penal system of our fair
2: Commonwealth.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, what what episode was that where we did like the law and order thing? What was it that, that we did? It was just a few
1: ago. Wasn't yeah, it? like five ago. Was it really? Yeah, but uh, Nick the Greek wants us to finish that court case.
0: Oh, that's mm.
2: right. Yeah, that was with with Once we his can't baby. finish it yet. It was it was Fred Davis and Chaka,
1: Chaka, Chaka And the Pimp Cup.
2: And 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 the in depth talks. Talk,
1: Chaka from uh, Land of the Lost.
2: Talk of the Pimp Cup. We've
1: so talked true. about Chaka before on like episode number seventeen or something. But the Land of the Lost one, right?
2: The Land of the Lost Chaka.
0: Pimp Cup. Oh, wow.
1: Josh brought up yep. Chaka, and there was like a picture of her on the website. I remember it. Yeah, dude. Chaka.
0: <laughs> I thought Chaka was one. Can girl. I love you, Chaka? Aaron, remember that time we worked with Chaka Khan?
1: I thought Chaka Khan was a singer. Yes, yes, we yes, did. Yes,
2: that that Chaka she Khan is, is a singer. Chaka from Land of the Lost is a dude. Didn't you guys see the movie?
1: Yes. I thought Chaka He's was like the a little dude girl in
2: a
0: in a monkey suit.
1: I thought Chaka the was
2: the, in the little girl, in that and movie. then at the end, and then at the end of the movie, like all the all the Chaka chicks were all like, like you know, human hot but ugly to him, and he was like <laughs> trying to, to get him away from the other dude from uh, what's his face from Eastbound to Down.
1: He's like <laughs> that guy,
2: and he's like, and "No, I'll no, I'll take care of this. It's all right." Are
1: you talking about hey, the guy dudes. with the mullet for that?
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's I can't hilarious. remember his name, the actor. He's funny. Have
1: you seen that movie with him where he owns the karate studio? That's Kenny. If you can find the karate studio movie, karate. I don't remember what it was called, but that's pretty hilarious because he's like teaches like eight year olds like taekwondo and he thinks he's all bad stuff. He's funny,
2: man. That guy's funny. I have no idea what his name is. I can't remember.
1: All right. Anyway, enough about him. Um, Because I think he's a Cowboys fan. Anyway.
2: (laughs) Well, the mullet. Yeah,
0: maybe.
1: Let's see. Let's jump right into this. Um, In case you guys didn't watch the game, Josh.
0: Can I love you, Chaka? Can I love you,
1: Chaka? Chaka, Dude, what are you talking about
0: me not watching the game? I was just seeing if
1: you were paying attention. All right. I just want to say one thing about this. One thing. If Go I for it. Find the sound effect. Uh, uh, uh referees. Right. Uh, I called uh, it. I totally I called, called it. I told you guys. I told you. <laughs> That's I, what we waited for. Yeah, I told you that it was like built <laughs> way up, and all the hype surrounding the Redskins. The week, at the, the bay, one
2: week, one game hype,
1: and I was concerned about it. The fifth called in. Said he was concerned about it also. In
2: fact, I think think we all all echoed that sentiment, but you were definitely uh, banging the drum saying, everyone chill out.
1: Now, the fifth hit on something in his most recent voicemail that I don't think I forwarded to you guys. He was talking about how the Redskins always go into these games that they're supposed to lose and they play really well. And then they go into these games that people think they're going to win and they suck. Uh huh. Which is why. And John I discussed this with John before the precarious predictions. I was thinking about going the opposite end of the pendulum with my precarious predictions. Because and, and I, maybe it would have brought us a better record. And I told
2: you. him he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Like I mean, it would be like unprecedented, like when Sonny finally said one day before a game that he predicted the Redskins to lose. That was just earth shattering. Yeah. So Aaron Aaron went with the standard.
1: And we see where it goes. And look what weekend. happened. Well, and history repeats itself. Let's just say this. What was up with Shanahan at the end of the game going for the 62 yard field goal a la uh, Norv Turner? All damn the Giants Norv. In his Bell Turner.
0: Dude, if we were going to do that, we should have still had Graham Cano on the team or whatever.
1: Let me ask you this. Even after only seeing him play one and almost a complete second game. Do you have more faith in the Cowboy Billy Kunda who like shanked the <clears throat> balls to for the Ravens to prevent them from going to the Super like Bowl like a
2: 20 something yard field goal to, <laughs> to to not go to the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, do you have more faith in him to kick a 63 yarder or for uh RG3 your quarterback to pull some kind of razzle dazzle First you know, down play. First down play, like fourth, Tony Romo 16. always does on a fourth down. Yeah, or
0: McNabb used to against us all the time. Or yeah, Randall Cunningham. I have much much more faith in RG3 that he... Dude, because he would just turn any old play into 10 yards. He was doing it all, all the whole time.
1: I know, it was almost like, here you go, you guys won, we'll just kick it up there, and there's like 2% chance that this Cowboy Cal- yeah, is going to make it.
2: and he said in the press conference afterwards, he was like, I see him boom the kick out of the end zone like every time he kicks, and I was like, except for that he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I called it as soon as it happened. I was like, I don't think that this was a good move. I think we should yeah, have yeah.
0: stuck with Graham Gano. Yeah, he did say that. But he was like, every time he kicks off, he was like, from a he tee. kicks it out. He can kick it out of the end zone. I'm like, yeah, from a T, not from a dude holding it. From a T with even no big offensive wide. line in
1: front of our defensive line. Coming yeah, he in was wide
2: right. It. And the ball landed
1: short. Dude. All right. <clears throat> We're preaching to the choir here. I just wanted to mention that that's what Norv Turner did. Something similar to that with, uh, was it Eddie Murray? His last game. That he sit on to kick like a mm 50-yarder when he knew his range was like 40 because he was old.
2: That's good. And we were carrying, Aaron, you and I were at that game. We had two kickers. And he was carrying two kickers.
1: Two kickers. He had one guy that was a distance specialist. I don't even remember his name. But he didn't even send him out to kick it.
2: Right, even though Eddie Murray couldn't kick that far anymore because he was old, just like you said. And what happened? He kicked the ball short and we lost. And, and everyone got, got up fired. to
1: leave before they even kicked and started heading yeah. on out. And like, Norvo
2: got fired, and you and I got back to Staten Island at like 5 in the morning and went on to a parallel parked in front of the apartment.
1: All right, it a was a piece
2: an- of metal from the sidewalk was sticking out and blew out the side of my <laughs> sidewall of one of my tires.
1: And that ended Norville's career. That
2: ended that was the end of our like one of the crappiest road trips ever.
1: Yeah, and it was a nine to seven (laughs) loss because of that missed field goal. Golly. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get back to this Rams game. All right. What's the main thing that stands out in your head from that game?
2: Oh. All right. Well, the officials sucked it.
1: Oh, the officials were
2: Dude, they just lost control of the game. They did. It was like it was like watching like Eastern European soccer where they just like beat people up all over the place and they can't do anything about it.
1: It was like, like every official,
2: play. Well, the what the Rams did, and I I noticed this later on in the day, if you watch like the 49ers were playing the same way. And uh from what I have been seeing in the news and whatnot, a few of the other teams caught on to it really, really quick. As in second week of the season, they realized that they can play like it's the night, damn 1970s or 1960s, and just beat the crap out of people all over the field. Like, uh, like it's a, uh, uh, oh god, what is that movie with the, the football, the longest yard? Mm-hmm. Like, all, all style like that, just all this brutality after the play. And the officials aren't going to do anything about it because they're too, like, overwhelmed and over and, and,
0: and just, and the, and the dirty team players are taking care of, are, are, are taking advantage of that. And it's happening. Right all over the league. It's yeah, like yeah. it, dude, it's like, um, you know, it's like if you lost, if we lost control of a city, imagine like New York where the, you know, police went on strike and then suddenly everybody starts, uh, you know, looting and stuff and they lose control. I mean, that's what it feels like with the NFL. It feels like, Hey, we can do whatever the heck we want. Cause these guys aren't going to stop us. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, yeah, when, it wasn't just the Rams.
1: It's kind of like a junior high school, uh, Class where there's a substitute in there, and the uh, <laughs> the students uh, smell blood in the water. Uh, yeah, take that's advantage totally of it. It's like we can get away can with get this away stuff. With we can totally throw spitballs today. <laughs> so well, weird. what's I mean? What's his, all right? There was a few instances. Like one time, some guy I don't remember if he sacked RG three or just landed on him after he threw the ball, and then he like started to get up, and then pushed him back down into the ground. Yeah, man. And it's head. messed up. Yeah, and then another time, um, what London was it? London Fletcher, like he after the play, like pushed him on his butt, and, and then there was uh, there, there were was, just
2: tons of bad calls. But it was going in both directions, though. They were just bad. They weren't bad, like terribly, you know, one sided. They were just bad. Period.
0: No, but I'm that's talking about
1: why... I'm talking about the after play and, brutality.
0: And dude, oh and okay. When, and when RG three talked about it in uh, about all the pushing and shoving in his uh, you know post game talk and everything, did did you guys see that comment that Stephen Jackson made about that? Oh yeah, I did see I, it. What was it he said? This isn't the he said East he said something. this is not the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, yeah right. What was that? Stephen Jackson, who couldn't it's even like, control his temper. Like, this managed. isn't the Big Twelve. This is the NFL. We push and shove. It's like yeah, and, whatever. And it, Why don't you that's let just someone? just not the case, man. It's not that. It's not.
1: Yeah, it's like you're supposed to be professionals. You're supposed to be better than the Big Twelve.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's not like Stephen Jackson even played. Well, why don't they let let him interview someone that can actually stay in the game without getting? Yeah,
0: dude just was mad because
2: he uh, got benched because he couldn't control his temper on the field. Speaking of that,
1: speaking of,
2: I don't want to say that the referees called us the game cost us the game because I really don't want to go with that go with that, but. The no, fact right, that they let our people get horrible. away with stuff Yeah yeah. The fact they let people get away with stuff Got everyone so frustrated And then there's Cortland Finnegan Who is known His nickname might as well be the instigator Because everyone knows he's the worst instigator in football He's that little guy that goes out there And annoys the living crap out of you And pushes your buttons And tries to get you to do something stupid And Josh Morgan did something stupid
1: Yes he did <laughs> And Aragpo was there really like Oh no you
2: it was just not. ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Because that was, was like one a of the makeable field goal. He, he, quote, he was quoted earlier in the week say, uh, talking about Cortland Finnegan, saying you can't let him push your buttons. And what did he do? He let him, get, he let him do it.
1: At the most inopportune time. But the uh, thing that gets me is that they threw a penalty on that after not calling any of that stuff. Like right oh, at yeah. the two-minute warning, I forget who it was, like Santana Moss or something, the guy wouldn't let him up. Mm-hmm. To go back to the huddle, it's like dude, it's the 2 minute warning first of all. You it looked
2: idiot. like it looked like a, it looked like a game against the Cowboys back in the 70s or 80s when we were growing up.
1: Dude, remember the play when Brandon Banks had the fair catch, the ref was standing right in front of him in the end zone, or he downed it in the end zone? Uh-huh. And like the yeah. ref was standing in front of him doing that like touchback signal. Right. And then yeah. like five guys came down and finally the ref moved out of the way and then they still hit him
2: yeah and then they still hit him like way after the play, and then it got all chippy again. They were just, they were being all I, I, I wish in a perfect world, both these teams would make the playoffs and we get another chance to play them this year.
1: Oh yeah, because it's going to be different. It's oh, going to be boy. different next time,
2: uh-huh, that's for sure. But then again, it's not going to be all that different because we've lost two very key members of the defense. The front seven, the strength of the defense.
1: Before the, we even talk whole, about that, though, dude, let's ugh. talk about the defense in the game. Defense was terrible. It was it was horrible. How many yards did they have? 500? That Danny Amendola guy had, like, 16 Holy catches. mackerel, he had 15
2: or
0: 16 catches. Josh, you, do you have that? Danny Amendola had... Dude, it was a bunch on the day. I want to say... 16 on the day, let me tell you. He had, uh, hold on, I got the Redskins side up here. (laughs) Daniel Mandela had 15 receptions for 160 yards. He averaged 10.7 per reception with one touchdown and a long of 56 yards.
1: We couldn't cover this
0: guy? He was targeted 16 times. He was hit 15 times.
1: We couldn't cover this guy. For real? did I think did they everybody
0: have? commented on it. It was like all up and down Twitter. We were saying, everybody was saying it. I mean, it was just like, come on. What are we going to do to cover this guy? Somebody please cover yeah. Amandala.
1: But it wasn't like uh, they were really spreading it around that much. I mean, I don't have the stats about all the other receivers, but it seems like they were throwing yeah. it to that guy or they were running it with that Richardson. They threw it to him
0: 16 times the next uh, – the next highest target was uh, Steve Smith at uh, five targets, and, and he had three receptions. Formerly of the Giants, not Steve Smith at the Carolina, of Carolina. And how
1: not many Carolina. completions did um, Sam Bradford have altogether?
0: Sam Bradford had you know, he went twenty six for thirty five for three hundred and ten yards on the day. So more.
1: So besides Danny Amendola, he only completed what <laughs> ten other passes. Something like that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not like they're spreading passes. it around. We couldn't get someone covering this guy. Anyone? It anyone? It wasn't like the Saints that have like a bunch of different weapons or anything.
2: Well, how how many times were we preaching about we need more help in the secondary? We need more safeties. We need more cornerbacks. And the whole philosophy going into this year was the whole oh well our front seven is going to be really really great, and that way they'll be able to pick up the slack for our our average. And that's being kind, secondary.
1: And then we lost now, people for like drugs and injury and
2: Right. We lost one guy because he's a dumbass pothead. And we lost one guy just a few days ago named Brian Arakpo for the rest of the season, and another guy for the rest of the season named Adam Carricker.
1: Yeah, my dog's gonna step up for him though. Rob I Jackson is not an Arakpo, but he's not a slouch either.
2: Yeah, Chris Wilson can really bring it going as a pass rusher, but I'm not super keen on either one of those guys in coverage.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. And who else is back there? I don't even know who's playing safety anymore.
2: I don't either. But do Dowdy Williams?
1: was in there a lot. I think another punt got blocked because of him, but I'm not and I, I sure. And I swear
2: to God, I think that punt got blocked because of Dowdy. Because I mean, he was the one I who released used. he went he went one he was the one, he's like the last guy. And when he releases, it's supposed to be free to, you know, it shouldn't be any danger. And looking right. at that play, I tweeted. I was like, I hope I'm wrong, but I think that was Dowdy's man
1: again.
0: I think so, too. I think he released and ran
2: upfield.
1: Let yep. me ask you something. Do you think that um, the new long snapper had anything to do with that punt? I didn't see anything that looked like it was I long didn't, snapper's fight. I, I no. think he
2: did a great job because I didn't notice a damn thing.
1: So let me ask you this. Is Danny Smith on the hot seat?
0: I'm going to get to that when we get to our kicks.
1: Oh, okay. I, I
0: just want to know and I know you're going to get to it. I just want to know why why he didn't change it up. I mean,
1: why did all of our kicks get blocked this and last
0: year? I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I'm going to get
2: to that. <laughs> well, crap. We might as well talk about it now. I haven't yeah, even seen that many kicks punks. get
1: blocked in college as we have. Dude,
2: we had 5 field goals. 5 field goals blocked last year. And yet, Danny Smith is still here. We've had two punts blocked this year. And what has happened? Danny Smith gets a contract extension. What is extension. that about? I, I mean, he's that, always dude. been like the wonder coach. Like, where, you know, head coaches get fired. Coordinators get fired. Position coaches get fired. And turnover, turnover. Get rid of everybody. Ernest Spiner is gone as the running back coach. Blah, 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 blah. Danny
1: Smith is still there. And yet, he gets more <laughs> kicks blocked than anyone else I've ever seen. Five He
0: supplies,
1: on the, other he end supplies of
0: the, the team with gum, dude.
1: On the other end, though, on the flip <laughs> side of that, he does have some of the best coverage I've seen. I on guess
0: that, that's got to be it. I guess,
2: but... You, you already know where my kick's going. DS. No excuse. Rex Grace. No excuse. Um... <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the defense, I, all right. I it can't cover I, anything. Expe- all right, when I warned about this game, I thought it was going to be the offense would not perform as well as they did against the Saints. I right. did not think the defense wasn't going to perform <coughs> as well. I thought they'd be a little bit better, and they were worse.
2: Dude. And the, the ironic thing about, well, not ironic, but the crazy thing about that was that we had what? D'Angelo Hall recovered a fumble. Um, how many picks did we have? London Fletcher had that pick in the end zone.
1: Yeah, London Fletcher was, hes getting my, you know what, this week.
0: Dude, when when the safeties and the <laughs> cornerbacks have the most tackles on the day, i.e., they were all tackling Danny Amendola. Yeah, um, we got a problem. There's a problem. If we're—if we can't yeah. stop that, if we can't—if we let the ball get that deep, we got a problem.
1: Well, Diana Mandela kept running these short little crossing patterns and then going after the catch, and they were playing, like, some soft zone, and that's all they kept doing. And that soft zone, oh, my God.
2: Could could you change it up a little bit on defense, everybody, Haslett? Oh, by the way, Haslett got an extension as well.
0: after his Everybody could see. He pooped the bag. Yes. Every, everybody could see that the soft zone wasn't working by the end of the first quarter. Dude. It was time to, like, you know, change it up, man. How was
1: Haslett bringing so much heat on Drew Brees and then – Last week, they were like, there was nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it was – exactly, exactly. (laughs) It's almost like the Rams studied that tape and then went, well, all we got to do is send Danny Amendola here every play. (laughs) I mean, Bradford got rid of the ball
2: really quick almost every time, and we still had a couple of sacks on him and everything. Dude, Bradford had a good game. I got to say that. Yeah, he did, but but uh, to Aaron's point – there was nowhere near as much pressure on there. And I know Rack was out and Carrick was out, and that made it. Maybe that was what really made the difference.
1: I don't maybe. think so because they were playing that
2: zone. It was that zone, that crappy soft zone that give them yeah. a bunch of space
0: zone that, ugh. I hate it. I, they need to let London Fletcher just call up the D. He's out there. He knows what's going on before it even
1: happens. You ever watch yeah. him? He's like, yeah. Yeah, dude. He's I, awesome. We had. I think Ryan also right on got him.
2: a fumble or picked up a, rumb, a fumble. Yeah, the first we had, one. We had
1: three turnovers. They spotted us seven points.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Well, how could I even forget that? It was oh right because the defense seemed to suck for the rest of the game. We did that. We had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, pick in the end zone, and DeAngelo Hall's as well. And we still couldn't gave up like all that. We couldn't stop Amendola
1: at all. No. At one all. One guy. One guy and Richardson. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I don't understand it, but how come when the Redskins were so anemic on offense for all these years, the last 10 years, our (laughs) defense was solid? And now that we finally get some kind of something that looks like a hopeful, potent offense, the defense is completely crappy. Yeah. Couldn't we just at least keep an average defense that a good defense would be able to get or a good offense would be able to make up for? No. Yeah. And they still, the offense, almost made up for it at the end, except for that dumb play by Josh Morgan.
2: Golly, Josh Morgan. All right, we do have to bring up, speaking of Josh Morgan, we do have to bring up the uh, the fact that there are some absolute idiots like giving him death threats over Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, I tweeted Um, about this last night. Yeah, yeah. What, are,
1: what are we? The Cowboys? Who was it that said that earlier? That was I tweeted that last night. Uh huh. What's the ma- What's the matter with you people? What's the matter with you? Do you, are you a Cowboys fan? That's yeah. tweeting that because we
0: don't do stuff like that.
1: It's a football, dudes.
0: Yeah. It's Seriously. a football
1: game. The guy got mad Seriously. and threw the football down. So we're going to threaten to kill him.
0: He threw cool. it at a guy's face. He shouldn't have done it. He did, did he but even throw guy, it at that his guy face? Have, that guy shouldn't have pushed on his uh, face mask.
2: Pushed into his face mask. That's what Cortland Finnegan does. Everyone knows it. Even Josh Morgan knew it. He said so before the game.
1: I, don't, I can't but even that that think. That is no excuse. I can't even think the people the thanks, that people would think of it. something like that for something so stupid.
2: I mean, there's been a couple times, All right, a, a whole lot of times over the last 20 years where I've thrown various things watching Redskins games. Um, bad call brick, little foam football, things that are you know generally uh, Fits. throwable and 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 you know won't break anything when I I throw them at various objects in the house. Um,
1: but you've never I really wished pissed. physical harm I've, on a player. That I've plays never
2: said, man, I wish that guy would die. It's messed up. What the hell up. is wrong with you people? They were only saying Seriously. that,
1: but they were saying things about his family, too. Like, his I don't know if it was his kid or what. But.
2: Messed well, up. You know, there's 320 million people in this country. Some of them are
0: just dumb. It's the law of <laughs> averages. Careful, John. You'll be getting Twitter death threats.
1: Some of them have smarter phones than them. <laughs> um. Anyway, enough about what, that. What did you guys that.
0: think of... How'd you guys uh feel about seeing Rocky McIntosh over there?
1: Uh, yeah, how about I noticed that? that on his jersey, but I didn't really notice anything else. <laughs> I think he had one yeah.
0: tackle today.
2: No, no. I th- I think their defense had a nice case of Laurinitis <laughs> all day long. Yeah. They were bringing it well after the whistle.
1: How'd our offense do, Josh? What's the stats on that? I mean, we scored like 28 points. That's not bad.
0: Right. 21 on offense.
1: Baby champs yep. been out both weeks. Just so you know
0: well, what do you want to know? One thing I want to point out again though, I mean, for the second week in a row, you know we had Alfred Morris as our leading rusher, Robert Griffin the third was our second leading rusher. They were only separated yeah. by seven yards what total was rushing.
1: what was Robert Griffin third's numbers because I don't think when I watched the game, I took into account how many rushing yards he actually had
0: r g three's numbers his his passing numbers were twenty for twenty nine and he, he he passed for 206 yards on the day, averaging 7.1 yards per pass. Um, his his rushing yards and uh, one he had interception, 11 carry- right? and one touchdown, one interception, one touchdown. Yes, he had uh, 11 carries for 82 yards. So he was our leading average rusher at 7.5 yards a carry. His longest was 15
1: and two touchdowns,
0: and right. two rushing touchdowns. That's huge. He had our yes, that's right. He had our only rushing touchdowns, and um, and I guess our other touchdown was what uh, Leonard Hankerson, right on that sixty-eight yard. And there up. should Good have died. been Aldrick he Robinson. It. Oh. He almost dropped his, and then
2: Aldrick Robinson. I know it was a weird I angle mean, for him, but he just turned around. That thing bounced right off his
1: off his pads, man. I know. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> not to so basically forget the Josh Wilson touchdown on on the defense, but uh, the defense, offensively yeah. speaking.
1: RG3 yeah, I mean, was solid, again.
0: It was it was RG3 all day long, RG3. We had, we, our quarterback ran in two touchdowns.
1: Did you see the last time the Redskins Red quarterback. quarterback had two touchdowns? Yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> Who was it? It was Mark Rippon, I think.
2: That, that, that's really bizarre. Talk about acceptably <laughs> slow.
0: Dude, that's like...
1: Wow. Deceptively slow Mark Ripping. It was I'm probably like one yard now. like quarterback sneaks over the goal line is probably what it was. Probably,
0: yeah.
2: Like everyone was was keying all Gerald Riggs or something and he just like stuck it.
1: I remember Ripping like <laughs> lumbering around back <right> there <laughs> with the ball.
2: Yeah, lumbering, man. That's a, lumbering is a good description for him.
0: Cumbersomely lumbering.
2: Cumbersome.
1: Anyway, yeah. Lumb- I mean, Some- he is cumbersome. Become um, some. They, hey, they'll get theirs. They'll get theirs. Oh, they'll get theirs. We'll remember the Aladome, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Edward Dome, the Edward Dome. I'm so sick of playing the Rams, and I'm so sick of losing to the Rams.
1: Yeah, I'm sick we of playing, playing the Rams, and the I'm sick of playing team. the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. We have to play them like next week, don't we?
2: We have them next week. As a matter of fact, I haven't even told you guys this. The Elon, my Elon reunion weekend has been moved to Tampa. Why? Are you going? Because we're going to the game because Tom has season tickets. Are you going? Yeah. Matt and I are flying down there. I'm doing like the 24-hour tour of Tampa. I'm going down, seeing the game, and then coming back like the next morning.
1: Awesome. Awesome, dude. That's going to be cool. I He'll get to see to the Pirate report. Well,
2: I have to go to make up for the fact that the last time Tom had one of our friends from back at good old Elon University, formerly Elon College, go fighting Christians. And it was our buddy Big John went, who is a, a an alleged Redskins fan. Fake. And he went with his John Riggins jersey, but before the end of that game, and there was picture proof that he changed into a Buccaneers jersey.
1: That's messed what? up. What?
2: How about that? That when is mom told up. me about that, I was like, dude, I can't believe. And now Big John lives down there as well. But I was like, dude, I can't believe you took him to the game. And you did get me and Matt down there. And he's like, all right, next time. And we had forgotten about it. And then, uh, you know, he was like, dudes, let's just do the Elon weekend down here because you and Matt can go to the game. <laughs> so, yeah, we sussed nice. that out over the last couple of days. And uh, I will be representing Harry Hog football. Sweet. Somewhere. I have uh, no idea where the seats are, but I think we'll expect lots of tweets and photos. I'll take pictures of the pirate ship standing still with no cannon fire. Although they fire the cannons on like first downs because their team sucks.
1: Oh, well, they're not going to be firing it for any scores. Hopefully, they have to well, fire hopefully. it off
0: every now and again just to release the pressure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> to wake up the fans, <laughs> to release the pressure. All gotta right, release the, the, gotta release the pressure every now and again.
1: Anyway, all right. What else do we have before uh, break here? Oh, the injury report.
0: Oh yeah.
1: In case you guys didn't hear it, uh, we lost Rackpo for the year. Adam Carrick for the year. What about
2: Josh Wilson? Josh, Josh, Josh. Allen. They heard. I heard Josh Wilson is going to play though. They, I didn't even know he got, got hurt. hurt. He got hurt on that that
0: that saving tackle. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And he got sad. a yeah,
0: slight concussion, didn't he? Yes, he did. He had a he had a concu- It was a mild concussion, supposedly. So he's
1: going to be all right. I thought if you had a concussion, uh, you had I to sit so. out a week. They were no. over there
0: like showing him f- counting, making him count fingers and stuff. All right. And they were like, so what's your name? And he said, I'm Batman.
1: (laughs) Anyway, uh, because of some of these injuries, we had some transactions this week.
2: Right, right, yeah. Of course, character and Iraq have been put on the injury reserve list. We signed Doug Worthington to the active roster. We brought back Marcus White, draft pick from last year, uh, linebacker. And we signed Dominique Hamilton, who sounds like a gymnast, to the practice squad.
1: Marcus White's on the active roster?
0: Yeah. Okay. So,
1: yep. All right.
0: And don't forget, I'm halfway through P90X, so I might be able to step in any time. <laughs> <now. laughs> all right. All right. Teams. You and uh, and uh, 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 B. Brown, BPBS
2: on Twitter, he said he's going to be at the game this weekend, and uh, he was asking what jersey he needed to wear, and he was rattling off his, uh, you know, Riggins, and, and I think it was Monk. No, or uh, I think it was Doug Williams. And then he had Sean Taylor and Daryl Green, if I remember correctly. And I was like, "Dude, you got to go defense. We need all the help we can get.
1: Either Sean Taylor or Daryl Green. We need some defense." You said he's going to wear both. I, I <laughs> just a, want to point out: better. Have you seen?
0: I, I, and I want to bring up the term because it still cracks me up every time I said. No, Did no. you guys see? They kept showing Adam character like over on the sideline and stuff. How huge
1: he is! He's a man. He looks like the
0: bad guy from uh, the Highlander movie, the first one. Dude, he is. Big man. I, I was gonna say he's he's a specimen.
1: <laughs> he's a massive specimen.
0: He's a massive specimen. Dude,
1: he's huge. He looks well, like you bad didn't guy. see, dude. You think. didn't see Chris Neild in person. Scary looking dude. Chris Neild's a freaking Goliath yeah. looking guy. Oh, really? didn't
2: they say that Chris Baker is is in good shape and that he's there to back up as well?
1: Good, because we're gonna need him probably. Yeah, we are. I like that guy.
2: Yeah, him and Neil and your dog Jarvis Jenkins. I know they put in a you know solid Kedrick Goldston, but Jarvis Jenkins is much more dynamic if he is healthy enough to play. Oh yeah, with that that rebuilt knee.
1: Let's see what happens with him. Hopefully he'll hold up, or it's going to get kind of pessimistic around
2: here. I, I'm less worried about that because unless Jarvis Jenkins hurts his knee again or hurts his other knee, because we we we've talked at at great length about his uh, family history of that. Um, I'm less worried about him filling in for character than I'm worried about filling in with just the presence of Arakpo. Oh yeah, honestly. Oh yeah, dude. But both. I'm not not to diss on character at all because he is he is a beast in there and very unsung like Cofield, but and Bowen really. But you know I think Jarvis Jenkins
1: can step up. And Aaron, you really think that that he is your dog? Yeah, I think he's ready to step up. I don't think he's quite where he is before he got injured last year, though. He's getting close. But maybe mid-season if he doesn't get re-injured, he'll be back in form. And I was thinking this, that um, with Arakpo being out, I think defenses are going to start focusing on uh, Kerrigan more, which might leave Rob Jackson... Hoping to make some more sacks this year. It's sacks. really refreshing
2: to see seven sacks. Though I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three.
1: Yeah, will. Anyway, I think it was last um, week. Unfortunately. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk. We're gonna give our game balls and kicks. Talk about the state of the HHFFFL. Maybe talk a little bit about the season home opener in Washington this week with Beats uh-huh. leading the charge for Harry Hug football. And uh, we'll talk to you about that after this short break. You're listening to, You're listening to Harry, Harry Hugg Hugg. Football. football. Please hang up and try again.
0: Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI grandchild. or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Or indecent exposure. Indecent Perhaps exposure. it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. <sighs> Charges like these often leave you asking questions Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every, every case, case is, is different. different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. professional. Consider David Lee. For your grandchild. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia,
1: Hello? Hello? Where's John? Uh hello? What's
0: uh, I? What's hello? What's up? Uh, um my grandchild might be in trouble with the law.
1: <laughs> His name is I Bruce. See It Every
0: Day at Work.
1: <laughs> Alright. Let's move forward on this.
0: It's indecent exposure. I do not see that
1: every day at work. <laughs> All right. Let's see. John, you had something to mention about the H H F F F L.
2: Uh, the State of Affairs in the HHFFFL. Um, winners, Knights Who Say RG Three, Grimstash Riders, Abergorka Warriors, Painting Uranus, and Southside DC. Losers, Virginia Beach Balls, who's at Staten Island Ferries. Type forty two rocks, Galapagos, Grizzlies, Rigos, Rangers. Pretty much everyone's sitting uh either two and 0 and two, or one and one. Back to you, Aaron.
1: Yeah, I forget who I was playing, but they were trying to call me out on how my I have been ousted from top of the uh, uh That would be a NFL. uh Daily
2: Grumbles, the Grimstash Riders. Yeah,
1: I just wanted to mention that um dude, I'm resting all my good players for the playoffs. <laughs> this is Hey, has there been any, you marathon, know, I haven't not been a sprint. part
0: of the uh, I haven't been a part of the league this year and has there been any smack talk? Cause I, I yeah, do miss so that's smack what we were call. just talking
1: about. He was smack yeah. talking and all about how I've been dethroned and stuff like this.
2: Smack talk has actually started to uh, uh, bleed over onto Twitter. Actually, Aaron. So, so
0: in, in other words, you fell off the toilet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fell off the H H F F F L toilet. No, not the yet. Golden toilet,
0: <laughs> dude. When are you gonna get Suzanne to let you paint that toilet gold? It was just a That'd stumble. Awesome.
1: It was a stumble.
0: You know your downstairs, like, guest bathroom, you should totally get some, like, that super gold spray paint and paint that whole toilet gold. Dude, why don't and you paint And then put a Dallas Star down there.
1: Dude, Josh, you should do that. <laughs> get Amy to let you.
0: Burgundy Stripe, right down the middle of it. <laughs> you should paint your toilet. Kind of no, like, you like that Burgundy Stripe stripes. you have other places.
1: <laughs> no, you what? should paint your toilet.
0: No, you should paint your toilet. My toilet is painted, <laughs> and John's. And John's toilet is painted. You've seen that one. That's on our website. I believe it's on the website. That it's thing is nasty gross. too. He needs to clean that thing. I know, dude, but at least he's got a Dallas Star painted in the bottom of it. Listen, everybody out there, if you're Everything true, drops. If you're a true Redskins fan, you'll go right now. Do not pass go and collect two hundred dollars. Go straight to your local Home Depot or Lowe's or Taylor's Do It Center in the greater <laughs> metropolitan area, wherever you might be. And pick up some Dallas colored star paint and go paint it on the bottom of your toilet. Now, here's the tip. Turn your water off and drain the toilet before you start painting.
1: Maybe clean it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the paint doesn't take to the watery surface too easily. Yeah.
2: Aaron knows this. You, you need to get the high quality paint. It needs to be uh it needs to be turd proof.
1: And we don't want to start an epidemic amongst redskins nation. So wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so wash your hands, dude. Everyone knows the only fans that
2: don't wash their fa- hands are the ones in Atlanta.
1: No in Dallas, they don't.
2: That uh, was it was it was a uh, there was a study done a few years ago and the worst fans, it was that this was Oh, it had to be at least like 15 years ago. Oh, I remember but it was that. a study done by ESPN and the fans, then they they they, I guess this would be really bizarre to be part of the study, like observing. But they were observing people going in and out of the bathrooms and whether they washed their hands or not. And the worst offenders, the worst non-washers, were the guys at Fulton County Stadium,
1: which is closed for health code violations,
2: <laughs> which they blew up for health code violations.
0: Anyway,
1: enough Or to
2: about build a that. parking lot for Turner hold, Field.
0: hold on, dudes! I gotta point out to you though that if you're looking for that blue. The uh, the Pantone color is nineteen dash thirty nine fifty. If you want to put that on the <laughs> bottom <laughs> of your toilet, I looked it up. And and just I want to point out one more thing because we oh. joke this all the time since we're talking about joking cowboys and joking their colors. Joker. You know, w- whereas the Redskins in any given season typically have uh, three different colors in their their uniform. Um, the Cowboys' typical quantity of colors in their uniform is nine. Count them. Nine. Nine colors. So let's see. They have blue, and They're, then they have different blue, then a different
2: shade
1: blue. And then a different shade blue.
2: <laughs> then a different shade blue. I mean, we have a different shade of burgundy, but it's like year by year. We don't put like... No, one year we did have like burgundy pants and burgundy jerseys that didn't match, though.
0: The Cowboys have four blues. That was Jim's. Three Zor. gray silvers. They have a black ish color and they have a sort of pearlescent white
1: kind of color. They're very flamboyant.
2: Flamboyant. Michael Irvin.
1: Alright, moving on. Alright, let's go on. Let's get this podcast rounded out, out here. Alright, next up is you ready? ready? And now, the coveted and Ever-Elusive Game Ball Award. The Game Ball Award brought to you wow. by Riddapoo. Go ahead, someone. I'll go. I'm going. Go for it. Go for it. I'm giving my game ball to London Fletcher. because says, the, I'll go. i will going. In the fourth quarter, well, in that <laughs> game, he, with as bad as the defense played, tried to give the Redskins a chance to win. Let me see. He ended a drive with an interception in the end zone. And then later, when it looked like we had no chance to get the ball back, he <laughs> caused a fumble. Right after mm-hmm. he got hit late. Yeah, right after he got hit late. He made up for that. On a dirty play. So yep. London Fletcher, also he got called on a BS hit out, out of bounds penalty early in the game. Early in the game, yep. So um, London Fletcher earned his money even though the rest of the defense wasn't up to it, and he yeah. still gave the, the team a chance to win at the end. So he's getting my game ball of the week. It was a typical,
2: awesome, fantastic just just ass-kicking, week-to-week performance for London Fletcher. Yeah, yep. and Tim Ryan called it correctly. It was it London correctly. Fletcher stand, standard,
1: yeah. Tim Ryan called something correctly when he said <clears throat> that that dude should belong in the Hall of Fame. He's Absolutely.
2: right. Um, for as, lo- as good as he's been for as long as he has, he has a Super Bowl ring for all those people like the, like, uh, you know, I'll idiots do, like I'll, Peter I'll, King and that jerk that works for the Houston Chronicle. I can't even remember his name yeah. that don't think certain people should be in the Hall of Fame.
1: I'll also point out that he they said on the broadcast that he is the last remaining player in the NFL from that Rams Super Bowl team.
2: From the greatest show on turf. He is the last one still playing. How about that?
1: Wow. All right, go <clears> ahead, <throat> someone else.
0: Um, I'll give all right, I'll go. I'm gonna stay on the defense myself here and I was looking at London Fletcher. I think that's a good one, dude. I'm gonna give one though to um to Ryan Kerrigan on the day. He had uh he had Three three sackle three total solo tackles. He was working Sackles. pretty hard there, but he had the one sack plus two he had two hits on the quarterback. And I mean he was wreaking havoc over there. And uh I just think he had a solid day. And we didn't talk much about him. You know, so uh Ryan Carey. He's Josh trying leg. to bring back the sackle. Bring back the sackle. He did have a sackle. <laughs> I am at a point. I'm, Sounds like a new t-shirt. Sackle
2: t-shirts. <laughs> what a great idea.
1: T-shirts.
2: Hold that We'll thought. talk
1: about that later. Hold we'll talk that about that thought, later. Guys. Hold
2: Man. Um, good Lord. It's kind of hard to pick anyone after that. RG1. You're perfectly on it. On it. <laughs> RG1. Jarvis I'm really James. leaning. I'm leaning towards RG3 just because it was his second it was his first game of of major adversity. It was a far cry from how things went in the first game at the Superdome in his his uh, hometown as it were. Dude, and let, he still had a good game.
1: Dude, let me ask you this. You said you sent me a text that said you saw his post game announcement and that he was the man, but I never got to see that interview. What did he say? He,
2: he was just he was just a solid stand-up individual. He was taking all the blame on himself. He was like, "I didn't
0: do enough for us to win." You know, he was I saying, all "Up right here, things. I made a bad decision there." Yeah, you know. And he said, "You never get used to losing. The day you start getting used to losing is the day you you stop playing." Yeah, yeah. He was really good.
1: Yeah, he did throw one pick. He did
2: <laughs> throw a pick. It was it was his first game of adversity, and I think he's. But he still was able to make things happen without going like super run crazy or anything or you know, he was really trying to stick in there and stay as a passing person, and and, and they just weren't allowing it to happen. And, you know, with some questionable play call, calling as well at times, he ran in, he threw, still threw a touchdown, ran into others, and I would love to have seen him go for it on that fourth and sixteen.
0: Yep. And I got to say, he talks like, a, he, you know, like he's been doing this a long time, dude. Yeah. I mean, it would have yeah. been it would have been easy for an immature quarterback quarterback to go off on something that Josh Morgan did. He addressed it when he was asked about it in a very like eloquent way. And
1: mm-hmm. basically
0: was like, you know, he's like the coaches coach Shanahan has preached to us. We all got to keep our poise, got to stay, keep our composure. And, you know, Josh lost that. And, uh, you know, he said, uh, he's, and I'm sure he won't do it again. I mean, <laughs> and it was pretty much like, you know, if you if you read between lines, it's like, I'm not going to rag on the guy, but at the same time, I'm saying, you know what? Yeah, he screwed up, and I'm sure he won't do it again and let his teammates down, but he did it in, like, a really upstanding way, the way that he right. talked about it. Yeah, and, you, Josh, you made a really good point
2: there. I think if, if you didn't know he was a rookie, you'd have no idea he was a rookie.
0: Right. In, in the press and, conference. Yeah, I mean, this, anyway... It's this is I mean, he's talking about Josh Morgan there. This is a guy that's been, you know, he's five years out of Virginia Tech in the league, and uh, he's been around a little while. He should be considered a veteran now. He made a mistake, and RG3 is talking about him. Like, you know, I don't care if you're young or old. You're my teammate, and this is the status of our team. This is the situation, and he's obviously taking a leadership role. I think he's gaining a lot of respect from everybody that's playing with him. I think there's no doubt that uh, he commands that from his team, and everybody respects him. Yeah,
1: sweet. Yeah, I think he's he's uh solid. So so far he's um lived up to everyone's expectations.
2: I think I think I I, I don't know how our defense is going to do against the Bungles because I think the Bungles are not as good this year as they were last year. I think but they're I think better than offense, the Rams. I think our offense is going to light them up this weekend.
1: I think the the fans are going to be pumped, dude. It's the yeah. first game with RG3 there. They're mad yep. about the loss. They're going to be pumped for this one.
2: Yeah. I, I I, think, like I said, I don't know what the defense is going to do, but I think we're going to put up a lot of points.
1: So, anyway. All right, I have what a good feeling about it. What else we got, dudes? We got what some, else we got? Uh, uh, we we gotta got do our Haw- kicks. We got kicks. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I was trying to skip it. Yeah. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Uh. Liver, I'm kicking the balls Ward. Who wants to go first? Oh, my liver! Who wants to uh, take the low most... hanging fruit?
2: Sh- shall we? Shall we just give a collective one to Josh Morgan? Josh
0: Morgan. Yeah, we can. But you know what? Like RG three said, you know, yeah, that was kind of the nail in the coffin. But he didn't really. Uh, you can't point at one guy and say that's why we lost the game. I mean, we I were up by. We were up by how much and gave it back away. And if you look at that, that's a lot of poor decision making, I think, on the part of the defensive coordinator or somewhere over there. So I agree. I agree. Collective I agree with kick that or not. 100%. My kick goes Still over there to Jim we, know, we don't, we like, don't have convenient. to give
2: him a collective kick. If Josh, if you don't want to give him a kick, like, that's fine.
0: We, we'll, I'll we'll, give him a kick. I think him. he made a poor decision and he made it at a really bad time when we had an opportunity to actually try to pull this thing out. But. He's I a think that that's
1: kind of the I, definition of the kick in the balls. Oil. It wouldn't have much. It wouldn't
0: be it, what he did would not have been such a big deal if the rest of the team hadn't let the you know, hadn't given the game away. Specifically the defense and not so much the defense as I think the defensive play calling, you know, coming down from Jim Haslett or whatever. Or however, that happened. That's who gets my kick today. OK, Jim, Jim Has- Haslett. OK, Jim
1: Haslett. All right. John?
2: Mine goes to Danny Smith.
0: That was my second kick, John.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I may have called it like either on Twitter or texting you guys that night. I was like, Danny Smith, two blocked punts in two games, five blocked field goals last year, and he gets a contract extension. Jim Hasslett gets a contract extension. I don't understand the rationale. Although, as Aaron pointed out before he started the cast, Jim Dorn got a contract extension or something like that, we think.
1: Like the week before his play calling duties got stripped away.
2: Right, something like that. So who knows what's going on with with the Shanny and the Danny. Well, dude. Yeah, mine goes to Danny Smith, absolutely. You got to figure out what's going on. You got to figure out
0: why Reed Dowdy doesn't cover his last guy. You got to figure it out, you got to figure it out quick. Dude, even on the receiving side of the ball with special teams, I mean – you you look at like Brandon Banks' numbers. He had he had negative three yards on the day. And yeah, he ran a little bit backwards on that one play and they were kicking away or kicking it deep. And he fumbled. But, and he fumbled yeah, But I game. but at the same time, I felt like something was up with special teams. Like they weren't uh they weren't getting downfield to block, you know, so that their guys had time to actually return on those opportunities that they that they need to return the ball. I just yeah. think all the way around I think that's a good one John cuz I think that they need to evaluate what's going on on special teams and they need to work some stuff out. So yeah. Yeah, way. something's up. Now Brandon Banks did have 53 yards on kicks
2: but he did have his punt return was negative 3. Right. He ran about 50 yards sideways though. Yeah. He did. <clears throat> and proud we are of him.
0: All right. And then he did the oh man let me slam the ball he, the he did,
2: I know he did like the little he looks like a little 13 year
0: old when he does it too oh, man. man. <laughs> he's like oh, man. Tell he looks me. like he looks like Sam when uh Sam my son plays soccer and he looks like Sam when uh <laughs> when they put Sam back as a goalkeeper and and he lets one in. He, he he's like doing that,
1: "Oh man, a kick." Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, my kick then, I'm going to have to take the third facet. And I'm going to give mine to the head coach for that bonehead call at the end of the game to put that 62-yard field goal attempt up. What was that?
2: That was he was having a normal
1: moment, a, man. You almost
0: want to give a little mini game ball to uh to Cundiff. I mean, he was four for four on his uh on his kicks and, and then you get in and make him get in there and kick that field goal. You know, he had to like take that really hard, sort of uh I guess he always looks like he's about to throw
2: up. He looks scared out of his mind every time he's on the field. Well, I don't. I, uh, Wouldn't you if you just looked
0: at how how special teams is playing?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, nah, I still think I still think that was a bad decision. I think I think going with him. I know he kicks it into the end zone more than Gano did, but you know they had similar field goal percentages last year. But Gano had five of them blocked, which were not his fault. Kundiff did not. I think it was a bad choice.
1: Anyway. That'll be debatable over the course of the season. Uh, All right, well, I think that about rounds it out. We got some hog slot for the week. Nope. the
2: hog. You know what the hog slot was? Our defense.
1: Yeah, that was sloppy. Hey, I just want to point
0: out that Graham Ganneau is uh, still a free agent. Yep, yes he is. They can bring him back.
1: Anyway, let's give some shout-outs. Oh, wait. BR of the week is this thing about Hasslett having his play-calling ability stripped. I can't substantiate it. Yeah, that's, this
2: is an unsubstantiated report. We're not going to touch on that very much here. As a matter of fact, we're done.
1: All right, shout-outs. Vic the Greek, The Fifth, Daily Grumbles, Beats, Ninja Death Stars, David in Michigan, Nightwing19, Shani's Glass Eye, Kenny Ken, Ken Ken. Ken, Ken. Kenny Ken. Eric O.C., Jeff Jeff Benton, Taylor Jones, Brad Fiery, Paul Rush, Tony Dye, David Bracken, Mick Gallagher, Andy Smythe, Smith, I think it's Smythe, Dave Scott, Super Dave, Brad Richie, Burgess, and Goldman.
2: I'm not sure who that is, but he popped up on Twitter and he had some pretty, pretty funny stuff.
1: And of course, David Lee,
2: David Lee. Legal services here in our fair Commonwealth,
1: and we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll get a win in our home opener against the Bungles. We're going to win this weekend. I'm calling.
2: All right, well, you called. Aaron, you already called it. What?
1: Hail to the Redskins! <laughs> Never <laughs> move. Say see, what, huh? If you see a Cowboys fan this week, Joker. Joker. You what? They got. Yeah, Yeah. Oh.